The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. everybody welcome to the hockey gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network my name is talent jenkins join with their host we got joel meyer and ryan gilbert gentlemen how the hell are we doing tonight doing great here it's uh we got june 1st we got uh playoffs are picking up had a great game one of the western conference final looking forward to more of that so excited to talk about all this stuff yeah i'm doing all right you know i got wednesdays off so i did a bit of cleaning a little bit of uh prep uh some nfl stuff but most of all CFL right around the corner next week. We got that started. And you know what? There's a new podcast coming out on the network. So uh enjoy listening to that as well. So um yeah, I'm pumped for some Canadian football, a free down nation here. Damn right. I was looking for Argo season tickets last night. I'm not gonna <laughs> uh, surprisingly enough, they're a little pricey. So I might I might uh I might pull the shoot on that and just buy some individual games. But super stoked for the CFL uh and the CFL podcast too coming out. So keep eyes out on that, like Joel said. Um all right, everybody go go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Uh all the sports, all the shows. When does basketball playoffs start? That's Thursday? Is that tomorrow that starts? Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Okay, so that starts tomorrow. Uh, so that'll be sick. Be sure to check out the podcast for that. Uh, golf. We got a couple massive weeks coming up for golf. Um, everything, man. NASCAR. Obviously, hockey playoffs are still kicking. We're ripping. Uh, USFL is popping off. MMA. Uh, baseball is about twelve. I mean, thirteen hundred games into their season, and they still got about another two thousand to play. So be sure to go check that out as well. Sports Gambling Podcast Network. That's the place to be. All the other different shows. Give them a listen, man. I. I hate to say it, but in a couple of weeks, hockey season is going to be over. So if you're still looking to make some money, you know, that's the place to be. Find some other sports to get into. Like Joel said, we will definitely be in the uh, CFL show as well um, or CFL Slack as well. And speaking of Slack, get your ass in the Slack group. Uh, Slack's always popping off, man. It's good to see, you know, everybody's been having a good time, especially with playoffs. There's been a lot to say. Um, so, yeah, man, get your ass in the Slack. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. I like how you said that uh, <laughs> two massive golf tournaments coming up, and the in two weeks it's the Canadian Open in That's Toronto. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking right, yo! I might be going, eh, on this Saturday Sunday. Really? Okay, I'll keep well, you posted. Yeah, tickets actually aren't that expensive, so. Yeah, I mean, we've seen some uh, new faces in the Slack, too, so that, that's been good to see. And and we got a new uh, player prop uh, person in there, Talon, just throwing in some in, anytime cool. goal scorers left and right, cashing in. So make sure you uh, don't miss out on that. Join the Slack at sg.pn slash Slack. And make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. If that's on Apple, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey or Spotify is sg.pn slash hockey s. And follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. 
Yo, Twitter intern's been putting in the work, man. He's he's top on he's top on with those videos and shit all the mm-hmm. time. So give, give some credit to that guy. And he's been doing well. We haven't had any disagreements in the past couple <laughs> weeks either. So we'll uh, we'll I like this new guy. He's he's okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're gonna jump into some NHL news and discussions. Uh, a couple little things here, more so. Boys, we're going to talk about this fucking goal fest that happened in Colorado last night in the Colorado Edmonton series. What an absolute shit show. We're going to dive into the Makarov side, uh, Makarov side's uh, call or whatever you want to call it, miss call, call, however you feel. Um, with that being said, what an absolute nuts game. What was the final? 8-6, I think it was, with an empty netter. It was nuts. You had McDavid popping off. McKinnon was an absolute animal with the puck. It's crazy. Nazem Kadri had a great game. Everywhere I looked, the guy was touching the puck. Same as Zach Hyman, man. A couple former Leafs tearing it up here. But you also had Mike Smith playing dodgeball in net. He's, <laughs> I swear to God, that's what he's doing. He's just trying to knock it hit with the puck. He was absolutely horrible. And Darcy Kemper didn't look that good either. We saw both backup goalies. What an absolute shit show to start the series. Gentlemen, thoughts? Jolie, we'll go to you here, bud. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the Edmonton Oilers thought they could play beer league hockey with Colorado, and uh, the Avalanche were happy to respond in kind. I mean, maybe that's the way that they think they can win in the series, if they just play to their strength and play that fast offensive uh, hockey without uh, much attention to the defense uh, or goaltending. But uh, it's... It, Colorado can play both ways, uh, and I think they could play this way better than the, the Oilers can. So uh, that that bodes well for them in the series. Uh, well, I, I'm sure we'll get to that later on. Uh, but uh, yeah, very very fun game. I, I, I'm not sure I like it. You know, for uh, a Western Conference Finals, you know, I, you want these goals to mean a little bit more, a bit more intense. You don't want to feel like every time a player is going down the ice, he's going to score. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was definitely a fun watch. Way less stressful than uh, watching the Avs play the Blues. Uh, it was just, uh, it didn't even feel like a fucking playoff game. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was definitely fun. You know, you got a lot of highlights and all that. So, uh, yeah, if this is the way the rest of the series goes, I don't see the Oilers uh, finishing the Avalanche. Yeah, Joel, you may not have enjoyed it, but I feel like hockey fans, besides <laughs> fans of the Avalanche and Oilers, def- hockey definitely fans. Hockey this. fans have been a fan of the sport for two years. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, it, this is what they want to see. They want to they see goals. Maybe not this many. Maybe they would rather see uh, more highlight real goals and not just goalies missing the puck like Mike Smith and even Darcy Kemper didn't play that well and couldn't even see the puck. So he, he, he pulled himself from the game, but yeah, it was a, a complete goal fest. Uh, first period. I had the avalanche to win the first period. I was like, okay, they're up, up to one at the very least. I'll, I'll, I'll get a push and Hyman scored. I was like, okay, whatever it's, it's time to bet. And then, then you got, you got that Mercar goal. I'm like, there we go. Nine seconds later, I, I got the win back and, and I'm watching the replay. I'm like, oh, that's, that's going to be offside. Isn't it? Nutrition's not back. But it, it wasn't. It was a good goal. It was a three-two after the first period. It was just even more goals in the second period. So yeah, this is going to be a series where, unless Edmonton can somehow slog it up, which I don't know if they can, Colorado can beat them at that game too. Where this was a preview of what we'll probably see the rest of the series. Probably not eight-six. Maybe more like a like a six-four, five-three type of game. But definitely still look at overs. In this series, and and to uh, Talon's point, uh, Kadri led the Avs with nine shots on goal, and Hyman had five for the Oilers. So, those two uh, former Leafs putting in the work. 
They did, man. And uh, I know Joel probably stressed a little bit about it, obviously, as a Colorado fan. But, like, that was just a fun game to watch, man. Like, it, it was literally the definition of a shit show. You had everything. There was a little bit of mucking it up and stuff. There the was preseason goals. game. It was, it was. But there's goals going in left, right, and center. Like, yeah, 100% it was, man. But, like, as a neutral bystander, it, it, was, a, it was a fun game to watch. And I got to be honest with you, man. Like, low-key, if Pavel Franz, Franz G-Dog, I don't even know how you pronounce his name, Franz G-Swizzle, I'm going to go with Pavel Franz G-Swizzle, right? if he didn't go in there and fucking shut the door, like, I, I really think Edmonton might have been able to sneak away with the win there. The problem is, how can you say either team played a good game when you're giving up seven, eight, or six fucking goals? Nobody deserved to win that, man. It, it was terrible on all sides of things, but hey, from, from the general fans' point of view, it, it was a good time, and you know, your your best players were your best players. Nathan McKinnon was absolutely buzzing. Like I said, McDavid was lights out. Uh, Dry Settle's playing on one leg, but goddamn, that guy is still an absolute stud. But uh, I, I think we're in for a hell of a series here, boys. And I said it last show, too. I, I think it might be a little bit closer than we like to believe, man. Will we see 8-6 again like Ryan touched on? Probably not. Of course not. That That's, that's asking the world here. But uh, we're going to have a fun time, man, and rightfully so. Um... All right, that pretty much covers up Colorado there. Uh, this one hurts a little bit because I had a lot of futures on Carolina. Uh, boys, Carolina Hurricanes got absolutely pumped by New York. Maybe not absolutely pumped in the series, but that last game, they they were terrible, man. Like Obviously, it sucks when Antiranta goes down and you're onto your third string goalie. I don't even know the guy's name. I think we talked about him on the show before. But uh, a tough look for Carolina there. If you had told me that the New York fucking Rangers were going to be in the semifinals at the start of this year... I don't know what it would have uh, would have said. Ryan, what do you think on this series, bud? Yeah, I mean, we all I think we're all, all on Carolina pretty big. It's just it's embarrassing for them to not being able to to win one road game in the playoffs, even after taking two nothing leads in both of their series. They went to seven games in both, and yeah, I mean, they did get pumped by the Rangers in in game seven and game six. It was five two and then six two. I mean, weren't really in it when when Ranta got hurt. That that was pretty much it. And Ranta wasn't looking like himself in game six anyway, but. I think Carolina's downfall was just their lack of of depth scoring. They have Aho and Svechnikov up front, top line. But if the, if you can shut those guys down, I mean, you have Teravainen, Niederreiter, uh, Jesper Fast, Cockney. I mean, these guys, you need someone to step up there, and and they aren't capable of doing it. But looking at their cap friendly page, they can they can mostly run it back. They have they have most of their top guys still locked up uh, for next season. So I think Carolina's once again going to be a favorite for the Metropolitan Division next season, but they'll need to add some, a little bit of oomph there if they want to take that next step. Yeah, like you guys said, a uh, very unfortunate result for my bankroll. Uh, had a lot of McCain's for the East and the uh, Stanley Cup and all that, but uh, that's the way she goes. The Canes actually played a, a better game in Game 6, I thought, um, at least from what I saw of the game. Uh, but that's just Sturkin was unreal in that one, and and uh, the, apparently they didn't show up for Game Seven. They needed uh, Justin Williams there on the ice or something because they had no jump. And uh, what really killed them was the, those early penalties. Uh, Hurricanes have been one of the most penalized teams all all season long. They're like the fucking Winnipeg Jets, no discipline at all, and uh, cost <laughs> they, them. They racked Dishaprin. They racked Dishaprin, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> so yeah, I mean they had a good power or a penalty kill, but it doesn't matter if you're taking uh, four or five penalties a game. And uh, yeah, with the 
special teams unit of the Rangers, they were able to capitalize on it. Uh, they have a great power play, and they were able to punish the Canes for their lack of discipline. So, yeah. <laughs> no, no, uh, no, no. Their rack of discipline. <laughs> Are they Asian or what? <laughs> <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so like the unfortunate with the Canes, but I'm going to be still high on them next year, and hopefully uh, they can continue to uh, boost our, our bankroll there. Uh, yeah, and another thing, too, is the goaltending. Ronto was just brutal in, in the last couple of games. So, yeah, and the Canes weren't able to help them out defensively. You know, they got that good defensive structure, but it kind of bailed on them, in the, especially in Game 7. So that's the way she goes. Oh, fucking sometimes she goes sometimes she doesn't it's just the way she goes eh um all right yeah that was that was a bit of i guess you can almost say let down maybe obviously if you're a carolina fan that's the case but it, it's tough titties man like that carolina team hasn't seemed to get over the hump and uh, they're they're good enough to do it offensively they're fine defensively they're well structured they play a strong game with rob brendan Moore behind the bench there I think that organization as a whole just expects a lot more. And truth be told, I think they deserve a lot more, man. And this is the team that took a gamble. They changed all of their goaltending last season. They dropped the two guys they had with uh, Mrazic and Delkovic. They picked up Anderson and Ranta and decided to run with it. And it just didn't pan out for him. But uh, I don't know. Like Joel touched on there, too. Like next year, obviously, you'd still predict them to have a great season. You know, maybe even win the Metro. I, I don't think any of us would be surprised to see that happen. Uh, it's a good fucking team, dude. But it, it just goes to show come playoffs in the NHL, anything can happen, man. So and I think truth be told... We're a little tough on the Rangers here. Give them a bit of credit, man. I know the, the narrative has been it's they've been a goaltending-only team. You're like, sure, Shosturkin is an absolute stud this year. But, man, you still got guys like Panarin up front, Sabanajad, Kreider had a hell of a year, Adam Fox on the D-line. Like, there's some there's some good players on that New York team, and they're trending in the right direction. Make sure to get down on the Wins Bet $50 Win $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, the Win Bet Casino is offering 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. All users can receive a $20 free bet when they win, lose, or push a three or more leg build your own bet parlay between Thursday and Saturday. Players can take advantage of the offer on the NBA playoffs. The match is coming to the win, and you can bet on it on WinBet. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers is minus 200, while Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are plus 165. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now, on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for one of mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper too by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then, choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from 2 times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat feature where I can see and copy my friends' picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. 
Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play on their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com SGP and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right. Join our squad and get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com SGP. Um, all right. That covers the Carolina series. Gentlemen, are you ready here? This is something. This is something. All right. I've been looking fucking forward to this since 5.30 in the morning when I woke up and kind of came up with the idea. And these guys have been giving me shit, so fuck them because they were, they were chirping it. But we're, we're doing a new segment here on the Hockey Gambling Podcast. Gentlemen, are you ready for the first ever installment of Fraud or the Nod, baby? So this is Fraud or the Nod. What we're doing here... We're talking goalies, baby. I'm going to list off a couple goalies. I have a list here. Uh, I got the list of the goalies. I got the goals against average, the save percentage. We're going to go through them, and we're going to say, are these goalies a fraud, or would you give these goalies the nod? Boys, are you ready for fraud or nod? I fucking hate you so much. (laughs) Honestly, fuck you guys. I've been so pumped about this. I said, are we ready for fraud or the nod? Yeah, let's do it. There. All right. Come on. All right. Number one on the list here. From the Minnesota Wild, Cam Talbot, 2.77 goals against average, 0.911 save percentage. Is Cam Talbot a fraud or would you give him the nod? I'll give him the nod. I, th- I think he uh, proved himself a little bit in Minnesota. I don't think he's quite to the fraud level. So I, I would lean to nod here. Fraud. Oh, oh plays for the Wild. <laughs> that's it eh just fucking fuck minnesota that's why nah, he was he was terrible for most of the season it took fucking getting mark andre Fleury over there to spice up his game and getting competitive again but uh he was not good for much of the year uh, i don't have the advanced stats like you do i'm sure but uh <laughs> yeah I, I wouldn't want him for my number one goalie that's for sure all right, I'm going to give Tim Ka- or Cam Talbot the nod here. I don't think he's actually that bad. I think he's kind of starting, like, this is it. He's probably got two or three left, three years left here before he's officially a terrible goaltender. And this is a guy that backed up Hendrik Lundqvist for a majority of his career. So I'll give the guy some credit. Uh, Cam Talbot, I'm going to give the nod. Moving down here, Jeremy Swayman with the Boston Bruins. 2.41 goals against average, 0.914 save percentage. Ryan, is he a fraud or does he get the nod? Uh, I think you, you give him the nod, especially being how young he is. He, he's been impressive with Boston. I know they have a good defensive team, but he has not really let them down too much. So I, I'd, I'd give him the nod for now. Yeah, I definitely give him the nod. He struggled early on, but he got better as the season went along and was the better goalie in the playoffs this year. So that's good to see. Uh, Bruins need a good goalie to play the way they do. Uh, you know, that's the way that. Uh, those kinds of organizations build their team from the goalie out. So I, I like him a lot. He's been a lot better than, uh, let's say, Spencer Knight, who's the most hyped uh, rookie prospect for a goalie in, in a long while. So, yeah, Jeremy Swayman gets my nod. Uh, I'm I'm right there with you guys. I'll give Swayman the nod. And that's, fuck, the fact that Julie said that with enthusiasm, that, that means Swayman deserves the nod, especially on this segment. Uh, but yeah, man, the guy, I think they both played between him and Linus Oldmark. They both played 41 games this year. So they split duties pretty equally. And as a 23-year-old goaltender, he uh, he played pretty well in Boston there. Uh, moving down. Billy Husso with the St. Louis Blues, or should we say 
Vinny Huso, depending on how he's playing, or maybe even Vinny Clouseau. Uh, 2.56 goals against average, 0.919 save percentage. Jolie, does he get the? Does he get your nod, or is he a fraud? Ah, uh, well, beginning of the year, I would say he was a fraud, absolutely. But he got better as the season went on as well. Uh, he was definitely a lot better than Binnington. The Blues gave up a ton of high danger chances, and Huso covered that up uh, a lot of the time. And uh, he was kind of thrown in there in the playoffs against the Avalanche. Unfortunate uh, there. But he also got better as, as it went along, too. I don't think that you can blame him for too many of the goals. Uh, he's not good at handling the puck. That's where he's uh, weaker than Bennington. But uh, uh, it's it's too early to call for me. But uh, at this point, give me a little tiny. <laughs> is, he, does, is he a fraud or does he get the nod? What is it? Maybe a little shake of the head. I don't know. <laughs> a little tilt. A little tilt. This is good. So Joel gets a gets a pass game for this segment yeah. apparently too. Oh, of course. I'm not. Does. I'm not binary. Okay, it can't just be. You know. No, no, no. You're one side or the other. This is the this is the one pass you get this segment. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, Villa who saw this season had the seventh best goal saved above uh, average per sixty minutes, so he gets a nod from me. All right, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to give Billy Huso the fraud here. I'm not a big fan of Huso. The guy's 27 years old. I know people say, oh, goalies take a while to develop. Well, that's great. Well, they also retire by the time they're fucking 35 on average. So what are you going to have? You know, eight fucking six good years in your career. To me, Billy Huso, if you want to be a good goalie, you got to be better to begin with. So I'm giving Billy Huso the fraud. He, he's probably going to make some money in free agency this year, man. I'm pretty sure he's a free agent. And uh, St. Louis has a couple of choice to make in net there with him and Bennington. I think we're going to see uh, maybe a Philip Grubauer scenario where he goes to a shit team and that just shows that he's not the guy you think he is. Head down to our next one here. Jack Campbell, the Toronto Maple Leafs. 2.64 goals against average, 0.914 save percentage. Ryan, is Jack Campbell a fraud or does he get the nod? Uh, until he wins a playoff series, he is a fraud. <laughs> Fair enough. Joel? Fair enough. <laughs> uh, man, if he plays like uh, he's very bipolar himself. I mean, uh, the beginning of the season, he was up there in the top goal saved above expected for uh, a couple months. and All-star team. Yeah, he was doing great. But then uh, <laughs> and then he took a tumble. Uh, I think this guy is a mental case. Uh, you know, he, he's a, he needs the confidence to do this. Full time, and if he doesn't have it, then he's he's terrible. He's he's not going to give you consistency. So uh, I will say a fraud because uh, you don't know whether he's going to fall off a cliff. Uh, the Leafs are just fortunate that they didn't pay him when he was on that good run at the beginning of the season. Otherwise, uh, they'd be in worse shape than they are right now this off season. Good point. Very good point. Uh, for me, Jack Campbell. I'm going to give a fraud with an asterisk. Okay, with a little asterisk beside it. This is this guy's a what? First an ostrich? An, an, an ostrich. ostrich. He's got an ostrich. He's got a Jack Campbell with an ostrich on his shoulder. Beside him. An ostrich. <laughs> uh, looks like Jack an ostrich in that sometimes. <laughs> Jack Campbell with an ostrich. Um, man, this is the first time that this guy has played like starting minutes in his entire career, and he's 28 years old. Like, yeah, he played okay, and he played great at the beginning of the year, and truth be told, he was fine in playoffs. Like, if you if you watch that Leafs-Tampa Bay series and you think Jack Campbell's the reason Toronto lost, you're, you're wrong. But, man, he's 28 years old. This is the first time he's had starter minutes in his entire career. 
I, I don't think we can give him the nod. Like, he hasn't earned the nod. Maybe it's not his fault. He hasn't had the chance to earn the nod. But to me, Jack Campbell right now is a fraud with an ostrich. Not an Astrid, with an ostrich. The point uh, of this segment is is to is to pick one or the other, and, and so far through like four goalies, we've got a pass, <laughs> we have an asterisk. I have no problem okay. with this segment. It, it, this is just peak off season content. I, I don't know if people are just listening to this, wanting to hear us talk about Jack Campbell. All right, we got a couple more here. Okay, so just chill. Only a few more. Uh, Darcy Kemper, Colorado Avalanche, two point five four goals against average, zero point nine two one save percentage. Jolie, Darcy Kemper, is he a fraud or does he get the nod? Well, I got to add an ostrich to this one as well because uh, <laughs> we don't know if his playoff performance so far has been due to him getting fucking shanked by Ryan Johansson in the eye. I mean, ever since then, he's been bad. He was okay against Nashville up to that point. So, it's uh, yeah, it's looking a little birdie there for him. But uh, <laughs> he was great during most of the season. You know, he had a rough start a couple months in. Uh, he had to get used to the system. But he, he was one of, the, one of the best goalies going down the latter half of the season. So... It's tough to call right now. I mean, he was awesome, for, obviously, for the Coyotes. Um, but right now, given the way he's played, I would say fraud. But uh, we don't know if he's actually dealing with something. I mean, he pulled himself because he said that his vision was blurry. He couldn't see the puck. So this could be a lingering issue from that uh, stick in the eye. So it's, it's tough to call right now. But uh, uh, I don't want to pay him big money. So uh, I guess I have to say fraud. As long as he has two working eyes and can see the puck, he gets the nod from me. Otherwise, if, if he's got blurry vision, uh, I don't know if I can call him a fraud if he has an injury. But, yeah, I'll, I'll give him the nod. He was a, a great goalie at times for the Avs during the season, and, and he's played okay in the playoffs besides that injury. All right. For me, Darcy Kemper is a fraud, okay? You know, I, I'm i a goalie. I played goalie, you know, my entire life, essentially. The problem is, and there's certain goalies that do this, they thrive when they're playing for shit teams. When they got to be the guy and they got to be making 40 saves a night, you know, big saves come up a big time. And even if they let a couple goals in, you let three goals in, four goals in, and you're making 45 saves. You get, you know, people notice you and they say, okay, that's decent. But what happens when you're on a good team? And if you're letting the goals in, the fucking Darcy Kemper lets in. To me, that's just unacceptable. Colorado would be better off with a fucking half-decent goalie in net. Darcy Kemper, to me, is a fraud. Uh, the opposite of that must be uh, Philip Grubauer. Eh? He went, we played well for the Capitals and the Avalanche. Exactly. And he goes to the crack and lets everything in. So and that's uh, exactly it. Hundred yeah. percent, man. Um, okay, we got two more left here, gentlemen. Uh, Carter Hart, Philadelphia Flyers, three point one six goals against average, zero point nine zero five save percentage this year. Ryan Carter Hart, fraud, or does he get the nod? Yeah, I've I've been waiting for this one. Um, at this point, he's a fraud. He was expected to come in and, and be kind of the savior for the Flyers. He's he's played well, but it's it's not his fault. The team in front of him sucks, but also he has these games where he just gives up weak goals. So he 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 alone can't carry a team. But if they get if they get healthy and get some uh, top end talent and go for a, a retool here, I don't see why he couldn't be like a Shostorkin and, and kind of carry the Flyers a little bit. So at this oh. point, he's a fraud, but there's plenty of time to turn it around. Oh, we've turned you around. I remember at the beginning of the season, we were all shitting on Carter Hart and you were his biggest defender. How times have yeah. changed. Uh, for me, yeah, he's, he's still a fraud because he had that one awesome season. So he clearly has the talent. Um, but uh, he's got to be more consistent about it. I mean, I, I think he's he plays much better at home, if I remember correctly. Uh, so it could be, um, yeah, another mental case there. But uh, 
yeah, it's it's tough to call Carter Hart right now, you know, playing in front of a shit team or behind a shit team. Uh, so uh, for me, I get, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with fraud. I've been saying it all season. I don't believe in Carter Hart. So, uh, yeah, he's a fraud. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go the other way here. I think Carter Hart gets the nod for me. This is a great goalie, man. Yeah, Carter Hart gets the nod. He's had a he's had a rough two or three, I guess two and a half seasons or so from now. But truth be told, Philadelphia hasn't been that great in front of him, man. Like especially this year in particular. And if you're asking this kid to carry the load here for your entire team, he's what Ryan is he like what 25 years old right now, something like that. I think not even that. I think he's like 20, 23. Let me check. He's 23, turns 24 in August. Exactly. So he's 23 fucking years old. This kid, he's going to get the nod eventually. I'm going to give him the nod now. Now, it might not be with Philadelphia. You know, that's a rough defensive team. They don't play that well in front of him and shit. But uh, And like you said, those soft goals do get through him. You got to hold him accountable for that. But I'm sure as a guy, he kind of, as a goalie, he holds himself accountable for that too. So to me, Carter Hart is a player that should get the nod. And if he's on a better team, no offense to the Flyers, I think you would see this guy having much better numbers. Heading down here. Some, here's some of the Flyers defensemen this season. Keith Yandel played 77 games. Oh, uh, Nick, Nick Sealer played 43. Kevin Connaughton played 26. We got uh, Ronnie Adder played played 15. Igor Zamula played 10. Linus Hogberg played 5. It's just, it's just complete I only know one of those guys, and it's fucking Keith Yandel, and that's not a good thing. <laughs> yeah. All right, gentlemen, I got one more on this list, and then we'll get away with this. It better second. be just one more. We'll it's lose one, the rest of our 20 I'm not, listeners. I'm not going to lie. I got like four other names, but I'm not going to say them. So I got one more. Oh, yeah. Same for the offseason. I will. Thank you very much for entertaining the segment. Ilya Samsonov, the Washington Capitals. 3.02 goals against average, 0.896 save percentage. Ilya Samsonov, is he a fraud or does he get the nod? Joel? I have no fucking idea, man. The the Capitals' goaltending is uh, confusing, to say the least. I think that Vanacek is the better goalie. Um, So, I. I'm going to default and just say fraud because, uh, yeah, he's a fraud. Yeah, I mean, his his stats, talent, read him off, goal, goals against average above three, save percentage uh, under 900. So clearly a fraud here. He had He's in the bottom of the league and, and goals saved above average per 60 as well. We got to revisit, though, the, the meaning of the word fraud. In order to be a fraud, you got to be propped up as something, right? You got to be like a counterfeit bill. Uh, and and he's not even a counterfeit <laughs> bill. He's like a wrinkled piece of paper. So you got to actually be something in order to be called a fraud. So hey that, man, a little shakiness in your uh, segment here. That's bullshit. Everybody on this <laughs> list played the majority of games for their team. So if they play the majority of games, they're the starter, which means somebody caught them to be the guy. Okay. So don't fucking get on me about that, Larry, little Mister Vancouver man's. Vancouver man's. <laughs> Vancouver man's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vancouver. Gentlemen, <laughs> Vancouver. We're brought to you by Athletic Greens in their AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. 
AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com SGP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world, world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. Make sure you download the SGPN app. It's now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. It gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, boys, that was Fraud and Not. Thank you very much for entertaining my segment. I had a lot of fun prepping it. I had a lot of fun doing it. Hopefully you guys had fun doing it, and hopefully the listeners enjoyed the preview of what this offseason is going to be like. All right, if you're listening this far, we're jumping into the Eastern Conference Finals here. We got a fucking big game tonight here, boys. To kick things off, we got the Tampa Bay Lightning against the New York Rangers. Game itself is in New York. Holy shit, New York has home ice advantage. They probably shouldn't, but either way, Tampa Bay on the money line sitting at minus 128. Uh, Tampa Bay on the puck line is a plus 205 for them to cover, minus 1.5 spread. Uh, New York money line is a plus 108. New York on the puck line is minus 255. The over-under is at 5.5. Over paying off plus 100. Holy shit. The under minus 120. The series for Tampa to win is minus 175. New York plus 145. Ryan, I got a burp. You take this away. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we're recording this here two hours before puck drops, so I'm not going to get into game one too much. I do think it's going to kind of set the tone for the series, though. I'm going to definitely probably bet more on this series, if at all, after game one. But in game one, as with all games this series, I think the under five and a half has to be the look at minus 120. I could see this going down to under five like it got to in the Carolina series. Also going to be looking for those plus two and a half, under six and a half parlays there. Probably won't be able to get even money, but minus 120, minus 130, not not too bad on that. As far as the series goes, I'm 
I don't know. I, I kind of lean to the Rangers here that they won all three meetings in the regular season, including twice in Tampa Bay. Braden Point skated today. I'm not sure if he'll be able to be back before the end of the series, though. Tampa Bay has to run out of run out of fumes. They're running on fumes, have to kind of run out of gas sometime. The Rangers have shown, you know, maybe they're not supposed to be here. Maybe they haven't really beaten a, a great goalie yet, but they they've shown perseverance. They've got got they've gone down in series and come back. So I like the Rangers here in the series plus 145. I would look to see if Tampa Bay wins game one or game two to get a better price on that. For this game, uh, you know, everyone's going to be looking at Tampa Bay. Everyone knows that the Rangers played a uh, stirring game seven a couple nights ago. So, uh, and the, the, the Lightning coming off a uh, long rest. So it's, a uh, uh, you know, the old rest versus rocks, rust factoring in here. But uh, the Lightning are the much better team and the most experienced team in these playoffs with uh, still the more uh, accomplished goaltender. Uh, I know Shostakhin has been amazing this season, but I'm going to trust Vasilevsky more than him. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking at the Lightning's way here, even though it's very public side. Um, but I, I'll also look at the the under, more importantly. I, li- I played the under uh, because I believe in both goalies, and I don't believe that either team will be going full throttle attack force. And... Uh, these goalies will make the saves when they have to. So under five and a half here is is the look for this game. Obviously, nobody's going to freaking hear this until the game's already played. So it's uh, irrelevant. But uh, going forward to just it, this will be more like the Rangers uh, Lightning series or the Lightning Panthers series. I mean, those games went under as well uh, for the series. I love Tampa, though. Minus 175 all over that. Just the much better team. Um, the way that they they close out the series, the way that they 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 group together. They show that uh, collective willpower, um, the way they're blocking shots and all that, and the goaltending is just unreal. They have everything it takes to be a, a true dynasty and, and win another Stanley Cup. It's all there. So I love the Tampa Bay Lightning to win this series. It's only minus 175. You can also go with the minus one and a half at plus 100. Uh, yeah, fraud or not, New York biggest fraud. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Tampa get the nod. Rangers are all goaltending, all special teams, and eventually that that tends to go away. Uh, they, they they need to be better five on five because at some point they're going to run into a juggernaut like the Lightning, who won't uh, do the same foolish disciplinarian mistakes that the Carolina Hurricanes did towards the end of that series. So uh, yeah, give me the Lightning here, minus one seventy five. Uh, I like both coaches, but John Cooper is still the best in the league at this point. So uh, that's another factor going for them as well. So all over the lightning here. All right. Tampa Bay is going to win this series, hands down. Like uh, I know Ryan's kind of heavy on New York. And, hey, there's money there to, to be made for sure. Uh, but let's face it, man. Like this Tampa Bay team is just as good as they've been. I, maybe not just as good as they've been the past two years. But, like, they're still pretty fucking good, man. And you can't bet against Vasilevsky. This guy's an absolute stud. Uh, if he decides he wants to win a game, he's going to win a game. It's as simple as that. Now, with that being said, I'm still taking the over 5.5 plus 100 in game one here, man. If you're giving me this number of 5.5, that is totally fine. I understand. You have probably the two best goaltenders in the league, maybe even the best two goaltenders in the world for this season. Keep that in mind for this season. But still, if you give me 5.5 goals with offensive juggernauts like Kucherov, Panarin, Zibanejev, like I'm... I'm going to have to take that, man. Like, I can see maybe, like, a fucking, 
uh, a 4-2 empty net win here or some shit on this first game. So I do like that. It is a gamble, though, man. Like, this is going to be a fucking good series. And it's the exact opposite of the Colorado, too, eh? Like, you got an absolute shootout in between Colorado and Edmonton, and now you got an absolute goaltending tandem between Tampa Bay and New York. Uh, Tampa's going to win the series. Give me Tampa on the money line in this game, too. Minus 128. I'm going to be all over that. Uh, and, yeah, I'll be on the over 5.5 here. A uh, couple player props, but I'll be sure to get at those later. Uh, yeah, man, Tampa Bay, all the fucking way here. All right, we're jumping Western Conference. We got game two on Thursday tomorrow. Uh, the odds are out. So, uh, boys, let's go through them here. Uh, 8 p.m. started. Edmonton on the money line sitting at plus 160. Edmonton on the puck line, plus 1.5 is paying off minus 150. Colorado money line sitting at minus 180. Uh, Colorado on the puck line sitting at plus 125. The over-under is at 7. I think Joel, was it Joel or Ryan? One of you two was saying you get it at 7.5. Maybe that was juiced odds. But either way, over-unders at 7. Over-paying off minus 135. The under plus 115. Uh, yeah, boys, what do you think here? Yeah, I think it's going to be another exciting game. We're not sure. I think both teams really haven't really named a start yet. I'm assuming Kemper won't be starting given his uh, blurry vision. So it'll be on Francois there or Fr- Francois, whatever. Uh, Edmonton, I think I saw Woodcroft gave Mike Smith his confidence, but hasn't named a starter yet. So you could have Koskinen starting against against you know, oh, both backups. So the I think even with the over seven being juiced, take that minus 135. Maybe just take seven and a half for plus money if you don't want to lay the juice. Because there, this should be another, another goal fest. Maybe look at team totals. Uh, Colorado probably over four, Edmonton over three or something around there. Yeah, I mean, this is the Avs really showed that they, they're they the better team in game one, even though Oilers came back a little bit. So you got to go with the Avs here on home ice once again. I'd probably lean to the puck line at uh, plus 125 or look to parlay Colorado money line with maybe over five and a half just to get that down a little bit. Yeah, I said it earlier. If the Oilers want to play this way, the Avs can do the same thing. They can win this way uh, even easier than they did uh, against the Blues, I mean, the Blues were, uh, they were doing the right thing to control the abs. They had the active sticks, they had the four checking, they had the back checking. They, had, It was uh, painful for the abs to uh, maintain offensive pressure there uh, and get good chances. But, uh, you know, after after playing the Blues, it's like uh, it's like going from a walk into the desert, eating dates and little snacks and little snakes and whatever, what? to getting a, a banquet <laughs> in the city. Okay. <laughs> He's a starving man going into a city and just gorging himself. That's what this is. The, the avalanche going from the, the defensive pressure of the Blues to the defensive uh, uh, shit show of the Oilers. Uh, that that That's what this speaks of. I mean, every player must feel so free, just gliding through the, the neutral zone into the forward zone and uh, going against the likes of Darnell Nurse and, and uh, Duncan Keith in his old age and uh, well, Tyson Berry, the worst. Uh, oh, he's so bad. <laughs> oh, he's cool. Um, so, yeah, that's my thoughts on this. The absolute is like they, they, they feel free now after going against the Blues to this shitty defensive team. And uh, more importantly, now with Mike Smith might not be playing that. That's even better for the Avs because uh, Koskinen, he, he might make more saves, maybe, but uh, he can't play the puck at all. So the Avs will have even more. Uh, pressure to turn the puck over and all that stuff. So that, that's another advantage for Colorado. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think they're going to win again. I, I, they're going to be better defensively. Josh Matson was brutal. Uh, that was his worst game as an avalanche player. 
he'll be better. Um, and uh, yeah, they're gonna clean up the, those mistakes. Uh, whereas the Oilers, I think that they're they're fucked. Uh, they're, they're, that's just <laughs> who they are. <laughs> they don't have the the uh, quality to rectify something that they don't have in them. So uh, yeah, abs here minus one and a half plus one twenty five. I like that or in regulation could do that too. Yeah, I'm still surprised that these lines are uh, are um, better for the abs than they were against the Blues. I mean, the Blues were uh, a more challenging opponent. And for the total. I want to go with the under seven and a half if it ever gets to minus 110. Uh, just as a principal play, I don't want to be betting over seven and a half in the Western Conference final. So uh, I do think that teams will get a little bit more structured. It won't be quite as free-flowing. The goalies will play better. They can't play worse than they did on uh, Tuesday night. So that would be my lean if it gets to under seven and a half, minus 110. But uh, I, I also can't trust to either teams uh goaltending, especially <laughs> with uh because they're out. shit yeah yeah <laughs> so uh, it's totals will stay away we, we won easily on the over six and a half on tuesday but uh, uh this is getting a little much over seven minus 135 so totals will stay away for this but uh i would lean more to the abs here to uh clean it up at home all right, I want to keep this one short and simple here, man. If Edmonton wants any chance in the series, they have to win one of these games in Colorado. They lost game one. They need to win game two. And uh, these, this is a smart team, you know. Like, fucking, they know their shit. They know what they're doing. So I'm going to be on Edmonton plus 160 here on the road. Uh, over, under. I'm taking the over, dude. My, my dumbass bet the under fucking seven last game. That was almost over after the first period. That was dumb. I'm not going to feel that fucking dumb again, okay? So... I'd rather take the over and it'd be a 3-1 It's okay. Game. You hedged with like 10 different anytime goal scorers. I did. I did. I know. But there's a, there's a world where that bet hit. All right? There's a parallel universe where McDavid, Kadri, Hyman all scored and one of them was empty netter and it was a 2-1 game. But with that being said, I'm taking the over. I'm not fucking making that mistake again. These goalies are nuts. Uh, Mike Smith's back in net. Like I said earlier on the show, this guy's playing dodgeball. He's trying not to get hit by the puck. He's that fucking terrible. Uh, if it's Darcy Kemper or fucking Pablo Friends, G-Dog, as I call him. Uh, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Over minus 135. Uh, Edmonton, Moneyline, plus 160 in this game. Couple prop bets coming up and shit. That'll be coming up later. Uh, yeah, fuck it, man. This is nuts. Dude. Fool me once. Shame on me. Fool me twice. You don't get fooled again, baby. George W. Bush. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) All right, boys. That covers up our Western Conference preview there for game two. Uh, We'll jump right in. Oh, fuck. You know what time it is. We don't have a song, but I'm going to do it again. We got the HGP fucking Puck Buck Challenger. Hockey Gaming Podcast Puck Buck Challenge. As it currently stands, I got zero dollars at risk on futures. I got five hundred and seventy-one dollars and or seven. Oh, fuck me! Five hundred and seventy-one puck bucks and sixteen puck cents. <laughs> I'm drunk. Is somebody Shut up. Uh, <laughs> Ryan has four hundred ninety-one puck bucks and twenty-five puck cents, and he has one hundred ninety-five puck bucks at risk. Joel has three hundred ninety-four puck bucks and sixty-four puck cents, and four hundred and fifteen puck bucks at risk. Boys, I had my Vimy Ridge last game, okay? I had my Vimy Ridge. We talked about this in the Slack. I had 169 puck bucks and 97 puck cents on McDavid being an anytime goal scorer at plus 125. He got his goal on the power play nonetheless. Ryan, 
kick us off here for this week's hockey gambling podcast wait, 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 wait. challenge. Wait, 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 wait. We got I said it was your Alamo, and then you you which was a defensive <laughs> fortification, like the last resort. You you retreat there, and then that that's where you make your stand. That's what you did there, not fucking Vimy Ridge. No, no, no. You're wrong. You're wrong. Assault. If I was making my stand, I would have put a fifty dollar bet or something pussy like that. I was going on the attack, baby. I was using the creeping barrage. We were artillery blasting, moving up the troops. Artillery blast. Move up the troops. That was Vimy Ridge. That was McDavid. Okay. All right. That was high, high I, I like that. I like that. Okay. Right. Yeah. I, I, I like I like that better too. It was, it was it was all or nothing. If if you lost that, you'd be down to what like I think less than a hundred puck bucks. So yeah, <laughs> probably would have very aggressive. <laughs> okay, Ryan, right, uh, kick us off. Here. Yeah, getting this started here. Uh, I have Lightning Rangers game one under five and a half minus one twenty for a hundred and twenty puck bucks. I think this is going to be a really low scoring series, and we'll see these totals drop to five in games two, three, and four. Um, I'm going to take shit, 120 bucks. bucks? Yeah, I'm going to sprinkle. I'm sprinkling a few uh, value bets here that go against each other, but I'm taking the lightning to win game one, but the Rangers to win the series at plus 600 for 10 puck bucks. Um, I'm taking Tampa Bay to beat Colorado in the Stanley cup final at plus 300 for 10 puck bucks. Also throwing 10 puck bucks on Igor Shosturkin to win the con Smythe at plus 700. And then getting into Western Conference Final Game 2, I'm taking the Avalanche team total over 4, minus 115 for 57 puck bucks and 50 puck cents. This guy's going to have to take out a puck loan. <laughs> uh, I like how Ryan said that he wasn't going to spend too much time on Game 1 because the listeners aren't going to hear it, but then his biggest fucking bet of the <laughs> year is on the Game 1 under 5.5. <laughs> That'll be already over by the time people listen to this. Uh, to myself... Kind of going the other way. I'm all over the lightning. Give me that series win, minus 175. 100 puck bucks on that. That's pretty big for uh, my standards here because I have a little bit more discipline bankroll management than you two. <laughs> Cause you got a, no, because you got a small wiener. <laughs> <laughs> and next up, we're going Vasilevsky to win the Conn Smythe, a plus 550, uh, 25 puck bucks on that. I've already got a bunch of Conn Smythe bets here, so I'm basically locking up a profit. Uh, as long as the the Rangers don't win, um, I'm good there. Uh, I'm at forty to one to start the the playoffs, so that's looking really good too. And next up, we're going to Lightning uh, Stanley Cup plus two thirty, forty five puck bucks on that. I already had that from earlier. I'm doubling down because uh, the Canes are no longer in their way, and I think that they can roll the Rangers. And uh, I don't trust the Avs to beat them. Uh, the Lightning have uh, more of the uh, tools to beat the avalanche than the the oilers or any other team really um so i like the lightning to win the cup and next up uh we're going okay i bit hit hypocritical here we're going with the lightning money line in game one which will already be settled by the time you listen to this minus 128 35 puck box on that at least it's not 120 um finally kucherov top goal scorer in the series six to one 10 puck bucks on that. Uh, he's the best player. He's going to get the job done. Uh, Brain Point's not going to come back for a few games at least. And, uh, yeah, I think that the Lightning will walk them. So, uh, naturally, they're going to be scoring more goals. So give me Kucherov, top goal scorer, plus 600. 10 Pro. puck bucks. Joel has so many fucking future bets. It's ridiculous. Like, bro, I'm gonna set like, you're fucking you're Marty McFly. Like you're <laughs> that's so much future. You're fucking Marty Meyer. That's your name from now on. 
Marty Meyer with fucking future bets out his ass. Yeah, I get more 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 life out of my bets, you know, rather than just wait a few hours and your money's gone. Or uh, yeah, I get to watch the whole series and the whole playoffs, <laughs> knowing that I got a million fucking things coming in. It's not where Marty, it's when. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> all right, for myself. I'm keeping things simple. I'm just going to this fucking Tampa Bay game one here that's starting off in about an hour and a half here. I got Victor Hedman shots on goal over 2.5, paying out minus 140. I got 100 puck bucks on that. Uh, Chris Kreider shots on goal for New York over 2.5, uh, minus 125. I got 71 puck bucks and 16 puck cents on that. And I got Tampa Bay Lightning money line on game one, minus 128, 100 puck bucks on that. Keeping it nice and simple. I don't like the future. I, I I like where I am right now. I, I'm a present. I'm a present kind of guy. So I'm going to roll with that. And Ryan's in the past because he still thinks the Flyers are good. So that works out. Look, we got fucking past, present, and future right here. Yo. We're, the, we're the ghost. What was that Christmas thing? Ghost of Christmas, future, present, and past? That's us. That's what we <laughs> ghost are. Ghost of puck, buck, past. 271 of... bucks on the game one after 200... everyone... Nobody will hear this, but... 271 puck bucks out on game one here. So I'm nice. either... I'm either going to fucking clean house and you all got to be worried or it's fucking it's going to be Vimy Ridge part two. Fuck that. Not even. It's going to be fucking Battle of the Sum. I'm going to gas attack your ass. Passchendaele. You're all fucked. Passchendaele, baby. Let's go. What <laughs> they <shit>. lose. <laughs> the Germans win. Well, they ended up giving it back anyways, which is probably pretty fair because chances are I'm just going to lose it all even if I win. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. That covers up the uh, Hockey Gaming Podcast Puck Buck Challenge for this episode. Uh, gentlemen, anything else you want to add to the show before we wrap up here or what? No? Nothing? Okay, I got one. Tim Peel can lick my nutsack. All right, everybody, <laughs> go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be, man. Uh, tons of shows, tons of articles, and tons of kick-ass podcasts, dude. All the different sports, man. Basketball's in the finals. NHL's in the semifinals for playoffs. Uh, I don't know. Baseball's fucking 1 million games ended. There's 17 billion game season, so there's definitely that. Uh, NASCAR is doing its thing. Fucking tons of good shit. Golf, uh, MMA, everything, man. WNBA podcast, that's a thing, too. Look out for the CFL podcast. Those guys are going to be killing it over there. Uh, USFL podcast and the USFL content. I still say it to this day. SGPM does the best USFL content around the world. So, you know, if you're listening to this, you're at the right place. Uh, and shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. The Slack group's the fucking best. It's always the fucking best. My girlfriend was making fun of me the other day because she always listens to me, like, talking up the Slack group on the podcast. Like, ooh, get in the Slack. Shout out to everybody in the Slack. Well, it's true. Slack kicks ass. So fuck yeah, get your ass in the Slack. If you're not in the Slack, you're missing out, baby. Cost you nothing, and you're probably losing money for not being in there. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack. You know, Joel was making that uh, desert analogy or whatever he was doing earlier, and it reminded me how we have a we have a current drought on reviews here. So I uh, haven't oh, had a review in quite some time. The rage. Drought. It's a permanent <laughs> state of drought. <laughs> well, the, well, the rage or inside Kenya. me just con- <laughs> continues to... <laughs> Literally the Sahara. All right. Just leave us a five-star review. For Apple, for Apple, go to sg.pn slash hockey. Spotify, sg.pn slash hockey. Yes. And get in the Slack, sg.pn slash Slack. And follow us on Twitter at hockey sgpn. All right. My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at TalonJenkins underscore 94. We're going back to the future. Marty, let's fucking go. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm 
Joel Meyer, and you won't find me on Twitter. Fucking Talon wrecked me with that uh, future thing. That's what I was going to say, but <laughs> you won't find me on Twitter, okay? Well, it's okay, because you know what? Joel, after this episode, is either going to call me a fraud or give me the nod. Oh, you're a fucking Nimrod. <laughs> Peace. Oh, yeah.